0: everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Jen. And this is going to be our season finale of season five and the last episode of the year. Woo! We made it. <laughs> we made it. What a year 2023 has been. In this episode, we're really excited to kind of just reflect on the year that this was and hopefully inspire some reflection for you as well. As we go along, we're going to start off with sharing a bit about our Spotify Wraps. Yeah. It was so fun to see. So Jen, I'll pass that over to you to share some steps.
1: Yeah, it's always so fun when we get the Spotify Wraps because it's just like such a it's so fun just to have gratitude and hold space for just all the changes. Like this podcast is so intuitive and been so easy for me and Kat to kind of integrate into our life. And then, yeah, just to see how it's grown with our community and all of the listeners is so fun. So a few things that we want to share. We got to post on the Instagram page, too, but we were listened to in 69 countries. Great number. Great number. (laughs) We were the top five podcast for 492 of you and the top podcast for 76 people, which is so amazing a thank you to all who are listening and we created 808 minutes of uh, content for you guys which is just such a cool number mm-hmm. Kat had a little side you said it was the frequency of yeah, bass. yeah yeah yeah
0: so 808 it's like a big number in bass music it's like the frequency that a lot of bass music is aligned with so I'm like hell yeah 808 <laughs> creation <laughs> abundance here we go so thanks for being vibey
1: guys is so what we're here to say and we really do appreciate the growth and just listening and traveling this awakening journey with us. It's actually wild that we are now at the end of season five when this was just a little whim idea one day. And here we are just like so many years later. And yeah,
0: we really appreciate you all. <laughs> so grateful. Yeah. What a journey it's been. I can't believe it's our our third year really doing this. We're mm-hmm. heading into our third year. We started this little pod in 2020. Mm-hmm. So here we are now. We've grown so much. <laughs> we have as people, as speakers, I think, yes. hosts, so,
1: yeah, huge. <laughs> and for this episode, so we have done this at similar end of year episodes previously, and we definitely uh, um, invite you to refer back. We had an episode already with a guided meditation for a previous year in review. And in this one, we wanted to provide you just some journaling prompts and kind of share our own reflection of the year that we've had and we're also going to use the same prompts not only to review 2023 but also kind of to set in motion intention for 2024 and me and Kat are fresh off of just having a little vision board party we just <laughs> made our vision boards for the year and got to review it me and Kat also started our periods today we're um, synced <laughs> yeah just as a side note in <laughs> mercury retrograde so- here, uh-huh. um, really in sunk with everything happening. And yeah, we have just spent some time just talking through some of the year and we just wanted to share it with you. Yeah. So as an overview, we are going to break this into four categories, home, mind, body, and spirit. And we'll go over our own processing so you can hear. So if you want to journal along with the episode, you can get your journal and just kind of separate the pages into four sections so that you can kind of think through the different categories and which things that have happened over 2023 kind of like pinball into all of these different sections.
0: Yeah, this is truly, I get so excited for this Time of year, it's my it's one of my favorite times of year. It's so funny the the ending of it, Mm -hmm. Um, but I find so much beauty and power in sitting down journaling, actually reflecting on this year's teachings. Mm -hmm. I think it can get forgotten, like all the little things, all the things that at the time feel like the big things, and then more things just happen that feel bigger, Mm -hmm. that everything starts to kind of get forgotten or getting. It gets stored away into the little compartments of our mind that, like, the memory's there, but it's not when we think back on the year, like... It's not really loud, mm-hmm. and so this exercise has been such a powerful ritual in my life. I know in yours mm-hmm. too, Jen. I've been doing this for years yeah. and years. Yeah, because if if we don't take this time to intentionally sit down and collect all of the blessings, the lessons in the year, it will truly get forgotten. Mm-hmm. And so we we make a little journaling archive, uh, write it down, store it, and then we can take all the lessons and begin to integrate them into our greater lives to Mm -hmm. never be forgotten. And this is what it means to live intentionally, live consciously. Mm -hmm. And we got this concept.
1: So Kat and I have shared this many times in the podcast that yoga girl podcast was something we were both listening to. It's what ended up leading us to meet each other. And this comes from Rachel Brathen, who had like broke down this concept of breaking it into home, mind, body, spirit. And because I have years of this now, it's also been really fun just to kind of keep building on it. So if this is new to go into kind of a deeper reflection. This system is really just like a fun way to categorize.
0: Yeah. And like Jen mentioned, we're going to go through those four categories, home, mind, body, and soul or spirit, um, and, In last year's episode, we went through a full meditation um, to really like help you uh, close your eyes, reflect, and watch the year as if it were a movie in your mind. So if you'd like to do that before this uh, episode or before you really get into your journaling, you can reference back to the episode we we posted on uh, December 30th, 2022. And um, it's going to be very similar activity with the journaling, but just an extra meditation to help you drop in in that one.
1: Yeah. So let's start this off, Kat. So beginning with the home category, and I can start us. And overall, my word of the year was experience. And I have Set on the pod and to cap many times. Like, I picked an ambitious word because <laughs> I experienced so much this year, and I think home was like a pretty hefty category for me as far as what went down in 2023. So, I actually spent four months of this year living in Chicago and I did a travel assignment there. So, my sense of home had to really shift. Not only was I living in like a completely different city in a completely different space and leaving my home here in Denver behind, but I also then had to kind of figure out what home meant very internally, not just externally because there was such a shift in groundedness that I could tap into because I didn't have any of my normal surroundings. I think that was just like super introspective for me. And then even leaving Chicago and going back to Denver took such an adjustment too because my, yeah, my sense of home was just so um, kind of shaky and bumpy. But I really think that I built like what makes me feel grounded and safe kind of within in a deeper way which kind of falls into some other categories. And then under home too, we like to look at not just what shifted in home life, but what also shifted with kind of like family family life. And I actually got to spend some really, really good quality time with family. My grandma lives pretty close to Chicago. So I got to spend some really nice one-on-one time with her. I had my family come up from Florida a few times. And yeah, there's always so many layers of healing to just be with my family because I've shifted so much as a person. So it's always, um, it doesn't necessarily lead to tons of shift in how my family orients. They're pretty kind of set in their ways, but it's always really beautiful to see how little that kind of shakes me up and how little I respond to it now just from my growth but another huge layer of family this year was Danny and I have come out as poly. We have been exploring that lifestyle and we ended up opening up to my in-laws, Danny's family about this. So there was a lot of vulnerability and shift with coming out with this new information. I think there was a lot of processing, lots of emotion. It really went on a roller coaster and ended up landing in a beautiful spot, but that was also very vulnerable for me. I'm so used to keeping secrets and not going into stuff because of my upbringing and just not really having a safe space. So to be vulnerable about something happening in life and come out about it like way louder and openly and have to have really intentional conversations was also really, really huge. And I think, yeah, I think with... um being able to share like Polly with my sister and my cousins and just like some of my family members knowing like who my safe spaces are that have kind of grown with me and accept just like lots of layers of me. That meant a lot too. And, um, yeah, I've just got to see the shift. So home for you, Kat. Mm, (laughs) has it been?
0: Such a big category, man. It's like your friendships, Mm -hmm. relationships, Um, family life, home life. Like, oh, it's just so much. Uh, What a year it's been. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Kyle and I celebrated being in our physical home, uh, the one that we bought uh, March or really February 2022. We've been here for almost two years now. So we celebrated a year in this home. And with this year, our big home project was landscaping the backyard. It looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) So we spent a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of care and energy in doing that. And now we love it. We have this really big space um, to call our own. And we've got grass and we've got rocks and mulch and um, plants. So it feels really good uh, to have a little oasis back there and man this was a massive year for our relationship Mm -hmm. for kyle and i um our marriage so much so we found this amazing couples therapist this is our third one that we've worked with but she's by far the best of course she doesn't accept insurance so that was like a hard pill to swallow but we're like it's so worth it so if anyone else is out there like kind of deciding you know if they're already working with someone who does couple couples therapy or if they're trying to get into this route of really deepening and honing your communication skills and any issues that you have really it can benefit literally any and every couple um, because there's just so much to learn and having someone kind of highlight the The shadows and what mostly what you're doing really well is so validating. So that's been incredible. We've worked on our relationship so much. We've worked on finances together, um, our viewpoints, our perspectives and how to come together and have a deeper level of understanding on that um sex has been a big one for us just like how to after 12 years of being together like how to continue um having strong levels of intimacy which Mm -hmm. whoo there's so much you can do so much you can learn Mm -hmm. um and kids was really a big goal that I had for this year I've shared on the podcast before how I've known that I want kids and I've had that clarity for a really long time and how Kyle has And he had like a very different upbringing. And so his experience of arriving in that decision has been not as clear and straightforward. And it's taken a lot of therapy on on his own um, and individual therapy, as well as in our couple's therapy and just this past week really uh December mid-December we finally came to a decision so years in the making Kyle has decided I'm so excited to share that he wants to have kids (laughs) so um things are feeling really clear and just so grounded now in our relationship and everything has just gotten so much easier now that we have this massive potential road roadblock for our futures moved away Mm -hmm. um and it was really hard really dark uh, really low points this year together and I'm just elated like no words to share how at peace I am now that we've come out the other side together and this whole process has been incredibly painful but it's also brought us stronger together mm-hmm. so amazing communication skills I just kind of feel like we're Um, at this all-time high after being at this all-time low literally weeks ago so it's been Mm -hmm. like a lot but really looking forward just holding where we are now Mm -hmm. for as long as we can Mm -hmm. (laughs) and knowing that there will be hard times in the future and that all the work that we've done won't go away like healing is not linear um so just keeping all that in mind too
1: yeah
0: and we had a car crash in late October, which was really scary and really crazy and brought up a lot of stuff. um but like it actually ended up on the better. It ended up better than it was before because we got more money for a new car. Our insurance premium, yeah, it's gone up, but um insurance also sent my friend who was in the crash with us, Margie a thousand dollars um and she wasn't er, injured, so she just gets to use that on rent. (laughs) So it's great. Um, during a transition she's going through too. So glad you're okay. It was scary. It was so scary. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a whole story. But, um, yeah. And then for me, myself kind of in this home category, I had a coming out of my own, (laughs) coming out a coming in. I don't know. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. in like April, May of this year, I had this realization as we were working on our sexuality um, in couples therapy that I myself like have this attraction to women and that I'm bi and just kind of grappling with what that means because yeah I am married and in a monogamous relationship that won't be opened anytime soon Um, and so just grappling with like okay the grief of never being able to explore that and just like being okay with that, really. So processing through all of that um, and getting to decide, like, what this means for me as a person and being able to like, embrace this queer side of me um, and then also have feelings that, like, yeah, I kind of wish this wasn't here because my life was a lot more convenient and easy Mm -hmm. before this realization. Mm -hmm. So a lot in the home category for me, too. We
1: had so many... So many of this was, like, woven in with parallels, too. It was really wild. I think we both had to learn so much about, like, yeah, sitting with feelings, sitting with, like communication in like a completely different way um holding space for just layers of subconscious stuff coming up like whoo a lot lot. (laughs) so much it was uh yeah it's always nice me and Kat's journeys are always complementing in the ways that it needs to be to hold like really beautiful space for each other and yeah we've needed a lot of that through this year and it's Mm -hmm. been crazy yeah um all right, and then shifting into the mind mode. I feel like we need a deep breath to cleanse
0: home. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I love that. I love that. Lesson. I could use it. So. <laughs> okay, that was our thickest one. Yeah, <laughs> That was a big one, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, sweet. Nice, tall seat. Deep breath in. Out. <sighs> mm. Yes.
1: Yes. Mind. Mm. <laughs> Um, Yeah, this category, I think, had a lot of, like, really beautiful energy behind it. Like, looking at mental health, I could categorize it as completely chaotic, but honestly, I am so grateful that I actually experience the things that come up to such a fuller degree that I don't even really want to label it As chaotic because it was, but it also I fought like hell to be able to shift my perspective, shift my mindset, sit with more feelings, and you know, even if it felt really intense at times, and some of that blends into like body, I also feel like I really gave so much space because of just the mental growth that I've had. So there was just a ton of mindset shifts. I felt very vulnerable this year, like very exposed. Nothing felt, um, yeah, I I wouldn't say that it was all like met with like full confidence, but it was just kind of a witnessing and a watching of a lot of layers of myself kind of just being worked through because I had so much perspective change with all of the shifts happening. Um but I think mentally I held like, yeah, I held space for the uncertainty. I watched it. I, you know, I think I stayed pretty reflective throughout a lot. I read 50 books this year. Wow. So my head got lots of information <laughs> and that was really fun too. I've been kind of getting back into fantasy, not just, I love learning still. So I read a lot of nerdy books too, <laughs> but um yeah, it was nice to kind of explore going into fantasy at times too and just letting myself like daydream and think through different things and giving space for, for wild thinking and books are such a catalyst for me for um yeah every book I read I feel like it kind of like I parallel it through so much of my life and Kat and I got kind of nerdy and reading um yeah medical intuitive psychic medical intuition and we went down some like yeah fun like learning so we can keep integrating more levels of our healer selves and our psychic selves and that's been really kind of fun too um and then yeah I'm still making lots of content I do creative content I have I made it to 160,000 followers on TikTok and It's good in my mental, like, brain. I have, you know, such an entrepreneurial spirit that's never going to go away. And it was just nice to keep building momentum on that, even through all the changes. I have, like, a really steady goal of, like, where I want to keep taking my virtual stuff and all the little um Yeah. All the little avenues of business stuff is just always good. And it was on the forefront. I had some pretty crazy shifts I had. I almost uh, ended up on a Netflix show, (laughs) which was wild to hold space for because I was like in the final meeting with executive producers. So, that ended up following through, but it was still such a journey to see, like, what my mindset does when there's, like, huge angst and then nothing you can really do about it. That was kind of, like, a theme, um... And yeah, just like kind of realizing that I have to just keep embodying what I want and then the things will come, you know, as they come. And if it moves forward, it's meant to move forward. If it goes a different direction, it's meant to. But just like letting my mindsets really be fully centered around just the growth that I want, the deeper healing that I want and being okay even if that mindset is sometimes a little chaotic and not easy to grasp. And I think I really like kind of played that dance this
0: year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of growth, man. Yeah. So mind for me, um, was super interesting. I marked a year and a half of being off of hormonal birth control. Mm -hmm. And with that, I felt such a massive shift in pretty much every area of my life. Like I had no idea how, how strongly I was affected by those hormones that were artificially in my body for 15 years, Mm -hmm. but they really did like shape a lot of my personality, a lot of my energy, a lot of, um, even my attraction, like that realization of being bi, like that came this year after my hormones started to settle out. Um, Truly, like, it has been not even a full year of having a normal cycle. Um, It's been, I don't know, like, six months at this point of having a normal, healthy hormone cycle. And so much has changed my moods like I have more feelings now <laughs> mm-hmm. which we've learned to love. <laughs> <laughs> I have more feelings now and now it's it's actually it's a good thing of course but like it's not as comfy mm-hmm. um it's not as it's, it's inconvenient in quotes, <laughs> exactly. But. <laughs> exactly but it's actually like in terms of my relationship with Kyle my husband Like, it's actually really helped that because he naturally is such a strong feeler. I'm a little cancer, I always say. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of helped remove, like, gaps with um, us in our relationship because I can just more easily meet him where he's at and he can understand and hear, like, the hard things that are happening for me without having to dig for them Mm -hmm. because they're just more um, available to me and more present. So, um, I always used to joke how I was, like, the steadiest person, mm-hmm. and I was, but it was artificial, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it had a little, like, muting from the hormones. Mm-hmm. So now it's just, like, it's taken the veil off, it's taken that layer off, and it's just very present and real and authentic. So um, another thing this year is I've practiced a lot of self-advocacy. So at work is probably like the biggest area of that, like holding boundaries, asking for bonus structures, um, holding to it and holding to like the hours that'll work, the things I'm willing to do, the things I'm not. So this just comes from like a really strong sense of self-worth, which I'm so grateful to have and it's just a Thought result. like how they get it. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a result of all the hard freaking work that I've had to do to get here mm-hmm. and will continue to do, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, um, self-advocacy in my relationships, like, asking for what I need, um, sharing how I'm feeling in the moment without letting it build up and then having a little, like, outburst, <laughs> you know, when I've, like, reached my max. Mm-hmm. So all those big things. Uh, listening still to lots of self help books, like mm-hmm. Jen said, I'm a big Audible girly. Mm-hmm. So whenever I walk my dog, I'm constantly listening and taking in um, different stimuli in terms of like or air signs. Uh, can you <laughs> it's tell what we do? Can you tell so the input is unreal? <laughs> just taking in, <it>, taking <laughs> in, learning, <laughs> growing all the time. Yeah. So a um, couple books, couple podcasts, just feeding my soul in all the good ways. Um, but I feel like I'm sensing it might be time for a little bit of fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's been a Let me give you my
1: fairy smut. I know. <laughs> I think I'm ready.
0: Everyone's telling me the fairy smut. and like, bring it on here we go. <laughs> it's time. I'm ready. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So also this year has been a lot of like deepening beautiful friendships. Uh-huh. It hasn't been an, a lot of like new friendship forming kind of on purpose, which might sound bad, but it's not. It's like noticing how much energy I have and how I do have tons of energy but I want to reserve that energy for the people who I have in my life who I love so much in developing these friendships and growing them it's been such a highlight of this year and seeing which ones you know naturally grow and strengthen like Mm -hmm. ours (laughs) of course consistently over time and then which ones you know it's like kind of take a turn and it's not like a intentional turn as much as it is just like where we're where we are in life and how that's okay and that's actually really healthy and natural and normal and just like life relationships will ebb and flow too. Our little women's group here in Denver gets a special little shout out because we've had
1: so much fun this year. Murder mystery party. We did group trip. It was like, it's just been really, really beautiful to watch the closeness of that. Um,
0: The escape room party. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) such a safe vulnerable space mm-hmm. where we've all shared and cried and uh-huh. held each other and held space in so many ways that like getting out and doing things together has been a big theme of yeah, this year so nice and fun and then yeah we had electric forest we had burning man which i'll talk more about in seoul but in terms of electric forest we decided this is our last year of going for a little while, which is so sad. Like we had to really get some closure this year at the festival. We just decided, you know, we've been eight years and so much has happened. So much has changed for us. And um, the festival isn't changing as much as we are. And so we just want, as as quickly, I should say, we just want a little bit of space in between now and the next time we revisit to see what other magic they create there and allow that time and space and funds to be put towards some newness i
1: love that yeah all right breathing in and out
0: for mind yes (laughs) inhale mind fill up with all that send it out let it go nice yes
1: all right into the body we go Mm -hmm. um Yeah, body for me um, definitely had some good shifts too. So obviously with being poly and exploring new relationships and being in another partnership like the layers of learning my body in whole new ways has been so real. Lots of, which by the way, you guys love the let's talk about sex episode. <laughs> um, that one did really well <laughs> in the season. Um, and yeah, so much about learning just more layers of my sexuality. And I think a huge thing for me is I'm pretty much sober. Um, I, Do not like. I drink so so rarely, and California sober. Yeah, (laughs) uh huh. And you know, there was even just like there was a night that I was like, you know, I want to drink. Like, there's gonna be some more vulnerability, and then I drop the wine bottle, and it shatters like everywhere. So like, I've just been cut off. I'm just in a phase right now. Drinking's just not happening. I can't use it to really escape much. And so that's left me very exposed when it comes to exploring new sexuality, exploring way different like variations of sex. And this has been like, yeah, there's been a lot of journey on that and doing it sober and realizing how much of stuff I used to just do like so close to blackout because I didn't want to experience the vulnerability behind it and then adding in the vulnerability behind it and realizing like it's fucking scary to ask for things to be different it's scary to keep changing the script on what you do and don't do with your body to voice like what feels good what needs to shift like I unpack so many layers of that so and also with me and Kat like being the intellectualizers we are and in my head like I've always had to get creative to get out of my head but it's also been um, yeah really important to realize just another layer of nervous system regulation and how good I do with like feeling really emotionally safe. I think I used to meet my sex, wild sex with just like such a lack of not just vulnerability, but um, yeah, it was never really with super strong emotional connection. I really dipped out of emotion as much as I could for so long. So adding in those layers has been like, yeah, very exposing and Actually carving out time for myself to connect with my body and how important that is for my own regulation and just being able to have a better inner compass of what my body is trying to tell me means that I have to have carved out time for myself too. And I've tried to get really good about that this year to build a deeper language and. Um, And yeah, I have my happiness formula. I've shared that, I think, on here before too. And it's so nice that I've like, it's so easy to take care of my body in the like um, workout sense and just like keeping myself like strong and focusing on like that is so locked in that it didn't falter with traveling. And it just feels good that now what used to be the hardest thing to get a rhythm with is now so in tune that that's not even it's so automatic I guess and that's such a fucking gift because that was the hardest thing for so much of my life having just so much wounding around my body image being overweight struggling with so much of that when I was young that now having that like solid connection with my body is just beautiful And, yeah, I got a couple new tattoos. That's changed in my body, too, so that was fun. Um, Just another little layer I was thinking about for it. And, yeah, thank you, body. We have learned a lot, and it's been scary, and
0: we have done it. So, yeah. Yay. Yay, body. <laughs> Yay, bodies. <laughs> I love it. We're in such a good spot with our bodies. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite a journey, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a really good year for me and my relationship with my body as well. Um, I had a new movement modality come into my life this year. Shuffling. <laughs> I love your shuffle videos. They're oh so my good. gosh, it's so fun. And it's very much still like it's still new to me and it's so fun to be learning and back in the seat of the student and it's very humbling because you know practice like yoga I've been practicing for 10 11 years now I've been teaching for almost 10 years and you know it's like you start to be like okay this is my thousands you know downward facing mm-hmm. dog or you know uh, god facts whatever mm-hmm. I wish we could actually know that uh, <laughs> so wild think about it all the time like <laughs> how many has <laughs> I done insane um, yeah but it's great to just experience like things that are hard and things that are newer and, and different and uh that's what this has been for me and it's so fun for me to just be able to whip it out at all the shows I go to and I just it brings me so much joy. I'm constantly like giggling and laughing while I'm doing it and <laughs> learning on YouTube and just all sorts of different videos. There's it's endless amounts of things to learn and practice. So it's here to stay. It's my cardio workout, uh, which feels really, really good. So that's been a fun new modality for me. Um, still practicing yoga and teaching, um, still doing Pilates and kickboxing videos here and there, so keeping it fresh, walking a couple times a day. It just feels like a really good uh rotation of movement activities. Mm-hmm. So, filling my cup feels really good. Um, I kind of mentioned before how my hormone cycle is normal now, Um, healthy hormones, my energy levels are really good. I can tell I'm super in sync with my body now when I know my period's coming, coming, like my luteal phase. It's so fun to just be in communication with my partner about this too. Like It's a luteal phase and he knows what that means. Mm -hmm. Like He knows I might get a little cranky and to not take it personally. Mm -hmm. He knows uh, to be a little bit gentler with me. He knows that I'm going to be more tired and so maybe we just like plan less on those weekends uh, when I'm in this phase and stay in and just like have fun with that so um yeah he also, this is really funny, but instead of calling um, ovulation like ovulation, when we know that's the time when you're like super confident, kind of horny, <laughs> not kind of very. <laughs> um, like your skin's glowy, it's like you're very energized. instead of calling it ovulation, he calls it the bootyal face Because <laughs> it's booty time. <laughs> so we got the booty and the booty faces. <laughs> I love that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been super fun to, like, you know, get close over and just Uh, uh, having communication. I love that. And then I also got two new tattoos this year. Woo! (laughs) After, like, I hadn't gotten a tattoo since 2015, Mm -hmm. this is my first two and I got two this year so I don't know a big I love year. them yeah thank you <laughs> I got one to honor the light and one to honor the dark I love that <laughs> and the dark is also a best friend tattoo with my bestie back home um, in Massachusetts so cute lots of sweetness that it's a snake and it was also the day that we got into a car crash together mm-hmm. and we we're like oh shit. a rebirth signal <laughs> <laughs> oh shit is it the snake like what did we just do and then we we're like no 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 it's a good thing <laughs> a rebirth cycle uh, for yeah sure. <laughs> yeah Awesome. a um, body. Yeah, let's breathe it out. Let's breathe it out. All right. <laughs> Inhale for love. Release.
1: All right. And then final category, soul, spirit. Um, yeah. I mean, this category so much kind of like, yeah, comes with everything else combined just i always can zoom out and see such spiritual meaning behind what i'm learning and i in this point of my awakening see so much adversity and problems as being just like the universe's gift to help me unpack another layer of myself nothing ever feels deeply personal um it's always kind of a beautiful co-creating with the universe so everything kind of feels very spiritual to me um But yeah, it was really fun. I think I, with kind of us reading more about medical intuition and stuff and always kind of fine tuning psychic gifts, we had some, yeah, some of our guest episodes kind of went into some of that as well. And I really did a lot of play when I was taking the train in Chicago on, like, feeling what my body would feel like and then looking over at someone. I can see auras around people, like, so much clearer now and just being able to see auras and also then see what shifts in my own body and then practicing recentering and then re-clearing. I just did a lot of like play with that on the train since I was taking the train like an hour and a half each day. It was like this little just kind of fun energy game I gave myself. Um, I had some really beautiful mushroom experiences this year that have been, yeah, I feel like We unlocked a portal in February with our women's group one last
0: December. Oh, that was last December. Yeah. So
1: leading up to this year. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, And then, yeah, the layers of, um, yeah, trip healing is always such a thing. And you can see it so much more in retrospect. And I love that. Um, I uh, was supposed to lead a retreat in February that ended up falling through and me and my co-creator Phoenix ended up going to our Airbnb anyway and we had just a really really spiritual experience just creating virtual content in that space and Yeah, we created the inner you program that gives you like a guided inner child, inner teen and inner 20s healing and then how to integrate it. And just making that program was so healing as we were like clearing our own. It ended up being so deeply personal and beautiful. Lots of emotional release Um, me and Kat had our witch retreat in new Orleans and it was so beautiful. Our group was amazing. It always is magic every single time. And Mm -hmm. I was so grateful for that space. And I really, I really needed that circle and space at that time, just going through heartbreak and just lots of layers of things. And that was just really, the retreats are just such a circle for, Whatever the needs are of the whole group, it ends up being such a bigger guided experience than even just Cat and I. You get so much deeper assistance, mm-hmm. um, and that's beautiful. And then, very recently, I had a healing light language uh, healing session with Christina, who we've had on the podcast, and I have a new ascendant master working with me as a close guide that came through and. That was a really, really powerful session. I know, like, that was the seat of a lot of change and shift, too. Um, so yeah that was kind of my top spirit category
0: moments <laughs> love it love mm-hmm. to hear it big things yeah yeah um for me I was thinking all the way back to New Year's Day this year and I led a super special workshop on New Year's Day at Nurture and uh we did a dynamic meditation it was sold out it was a packed house with, like 25 people um and it was just really really incredible and just like the takeaways and the energy and like the the gifts i got got from that day were just it was awesome to kick off the air from that really mindful space mm-hmm. and it's hilarious because the word that I actually set for this year was peace <laughs> and when I think back I'm like I was in a very different mind space when I created that I was like you know I think I was in a very grounded place and I was just wanting more of that mm-hmm. but in reality it's like not my soul's journey of of what my soul actually needed this year to be Mm -hmm. and so about halfway through the year I had that reflection moment and I was like no peace isn't serving me this year this year's about exploring Mm -hmm. exploring my inner workings exploring the psychedelic realm exploring um new spaces relationships all the things sexuality so um it was cool. Cause like, I'd never done that before. It had that midway through the year empowered moment of like, you know what? Nah, like reset. Here's what it is. And that felt really, really good. So I'm going to continue to make that like a, a little mid-year check-in of like, how is this going? Is this still in alignment or do we need to shake it up and not feeling any guilt um, around doing that? Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, also, a big thing of this year for me spiritually was going to Burning Man. Um, It taught me so much resiliency, not just on a physical level of dealing with discomfort and mud and rain and heat and dust, but also like even more on the inside of the emotional, um, spiritual, like, you know, You have to be so open for that experience. And the more open you are, the more you can just be in the seat of surrender and receiving uh, what's meant for you. Like the more easeful and enjoyable and impactful it's going to be. So that's what I did. That's what I got. It was so fun. I went out of this fucking world, um, journeyed to outer space, came back multiple times in a week. Portal potty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag portal potty. We're just going to leave that No, a little nugget. <laughs> well, amazing. Yeah, I, I emerged from a porta potty one night with a life-altering realization. And I still think back to it. I'm like, damn, that was deep. Okay, portal potty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah, so that was amazing. Crazy, powerful healing takeaways that I've still been integrating since August amazing. (laughs) And then the Akashic Records course that I'm in right now, it's a self-guided five-week course, and I'm learning how to access my own Akashic Records. And it's so special it's actually if you remember jen hoffman we've had her on the podcast twice she's amazing we had her on this season about talking talking about birth as a portal and she also has read jen and i's records she's read a lot of the records of our friends and clients um and so the, the course that I'm participating in right now was created by Jen's teacher, Rita, who is wonderful. And I'm actually going to have my records read by her as well. Um, I th- in a week or two on the 28th or something. So excited for that. And my goal and intention with this is to get super comfortable being in the Akashic, understanding my own records, and then um, hopefully, if it feels aligned, be able to offer readings to others and be of support in that way when accessing kind of that realm and seeking insights. So very excited for that. Jen mentioned our retreats. Um, Our retreat in New Orleans was freaking amazing. It was a dream come true. I Mm. love NOLA so much. Our group was amazing, just like the witchy magic cultivated. Mm. I'll never forget it. And then I also led a retreat in Idaho Springs. It was my first solo in-person retreat earlier this year in either march or april now i'm like i need to look back Mm -hmm. at the dates i think it was april and oh it was just so beautiful too um a lot of the same girlies at both retreats and they become family so Mm -hmm. yeah power of retreats more to come on that we're already mm-hmm. planning our next witchy one which mm-hmm. we'll reveal sometime early in the new year yeah. to give lots of time to to plan and save up but we're super excited about this next destination it has been requested mm-hmm. for some time so just you wait <laughs> and uh here on on our instagram is the best way to listen awaken together podcast on instagram mm-hmm. then yeah i continued my morning rituals uh, with my morning meditation, my walk, connecting with myself. It was a little bit less consistent this year than it had been in other years, but, you know, I'm I'm giving myself grace with that and realizing that that's okay, you know? Um, there's something to sitting down in sadhana every morning in your spiritual practice, and then there's also, like, understanding when When it needs to just flow with you in life. So that's been really nice this year too. And um, a space for me to continually come home to myself each day. Start the day off with presence and awareness. With whatever that looks like for the day. And looking forward to continuing that in the new year. I love it. All right. Final breath. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. Inhale.
1: Beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. So as you do your own journaling for these four categories, you can not only do a review of 2023, but also take another separate page, write these words down again, and just look to the year ahead in that same sort of spirit. Um, We won't go through all of our own personal, but we did some of our own reflection and yeah I'm really looking to 2024 to be just a year of fully embodying my knowing and trusting my knowing and yeah integrating a lot of knowledge and stuff that has come in and just like yeah sitting kind of inward in that knowing as well so
0: knowing is kind of feeling like my word anything coming for you Kat yeah the word that I'm I'm chewing on right now is trust trust in myself trust in the process trust in the divine timing of the universe and my life so trust is what's feeling really good for me right now we'll see if after yeah. a little bit more journaling and these last couple uh moments of the year if th- if that's what really solidifies it so yeah. more to come
1: yeah so we will be starting our season six in february And we also, if you want to check out our Instagram in January, January 1st, we're going to be sharing some stuff on our page, doing a little giveaway. So check it out. Um, We like to do stuff kind of in between seasons and it's your time to catch up so that you're ready for season six. We already have some really powerful episodes lined up and yeah, we're excited just to keep this journey going. Thank you for spending some time in reflection with us, hearing our journeys and supporting us along the way. And we really hope that 2024 is a beautiful year for you with
0: all, it meets you with all the things that you need. That's right. And the good thing is astrologers and mm-hmm. uh, numerologists. everyone saying that this was a really big year it for was. transformation and growth and there was going to be some hardship with that, right? And 2024, they're saying, is going to be a bit
1: more easeful. There is a lot <laughs> of collective shift that we had to kind of go through to sit in a different sort of power coming into what's coming. Like, as you can feel in the collective, like... There's been a lot with this war and all of the stuff, like there's been a lot of personal development that was needing to happen to step into power so we can continue to shift stuff for the better. And by embodying our own journeys, it ripples into the collective. It's all one in the same as we have shared on here many mm-hmm. a times. So yeah, I think we all had to dig a little deeper this year into some of the hard shit to be able to really integrate and step into truth and power and knowing for, 2024. That's
0: right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um. The numbers 2024 add up to eight. And I remember learning that that's like super mm. abundant and uh, it's a really positive number. So all the stars are lining up for it to be a great year. And you know what? It's going to be a great year yes, because we're saying it's going to be a great year. <laughs> so it is yes <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right we love you all so much and um please let us know if you have any requests for the new year keep in touch with us on instagram and we'll see you in 2024 thank you bye love